My minions have finally returned with the treasures from the Gauntlet. Even in death, that sorceress will still help to bring about the end of the world. They will all suffer. First, the pathetic humans, and then the veiled masters. Did they honestly think they could leave me for dead without any consequence? Now, it is only a matter of time. it's time to roll for intent and i am not your gm trevor it is gm christian today today we are doing our 100th episode special we of course have our normal episode 100 but today we thought we would treat you guys to a very unique experience i don't know why i signed up for this because i in the discord today i immediately regretted it but we have a show full of gms for you that hardly ever get to play so i will be the gm's gm today and who do we have with us trevor me i'm here it's trevor hey we don't we they're don't know trevor play they're gonna hear Boo. me play they're not gonna be happy who, about it who invited Boo. you that's what i, I want to know myself that's the only way i could get in Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you can't kick me out of my own house i live here that's exactly right well with us today uh we've got Jason from Called Shots Entertainment. Say hi, Jason. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm Jason, Called Shots Entertainment, and I'll be playing Tarnell today. Excellent. And we've got Freeman. Oh, hey there. Uh, my name's Freeman. I'm from Canada. Hey. Uh, and I like to really lean into it every time I'm hanging out with you Americans. Uh, <laughs> I'm from uh, Uncharted North, the Uncharted North Network, where we run Stemming the Tide, uh, an Abomination Vaults podcast, and uh, we have a uh, creature talk show uh, or discussion show called Encounter This. And I will be playing Jerry Chimbley Sweep with his devotion phantom Conrad Costermonger. Man, Love I think it. all the milk in my uh, fridge just immediately turned into bags. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Dead. You're dead. <laughs> straight at dead. <laughs> the milk turned into bags? Well, the milk <sighs> no. carton turned into a bag. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gotcha, they, gotcha. yeah, they have bagged yeah. milk up there. Don't right. worry. I, I got it. I got it. That's they all put it in the picture. Thank you. They put it in Thank the you. picture. Yeah. yeah. That's they for the our Canadian pictures. listeners. <laughs> It keeps the milk happy. It feels like it's still in an udder. <laughs> that's disgusting, and I love it. Wait, I thought milk was stored in the balls. <laughs> no, that's 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 urine. Cam. urine. Piss is stored in the balls. And that right, brings right, right. us to last but not least, Cam. Uh, I'm least. From I'm least. Full round action gaming. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually. Uh, I'm separating my personas from podcasting. I'm with Uncharted North, and then when it's streaming, it's full round action gaming. Oh, I'm complicated. Okay. You yeah, are so yeah. complicated. I am. <laughs> I am in the the wings of the Uncharted North, and as soon as they finish that AP, I'm gonna get in there. But I've been playing a lot of their side <laughs> content, and it's been an absolute blast. They're good well, people. Yeah, F- finish the AP as in Freeman kills them all, or <laughs> I, you know how whatever it takes for me to get in there. Like you you know, know, I'm I actually picky. hadn't considered that a TPK might be an early in for Cam. <laughs> I had not considered that. <laughs> that is possible. I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh, good. 
But yeah, and I'm playing Telos, the Elven fighter. I guess I should I should say who I'm playing. I'm I'm playing a, no, a dwarven no. oracle. No, <laughs> and uh, anybody that listens to our show or listens to Creators Corner talks to me on Discord knows I hate oracles. So I'm also <laughs> using uh, Team Plus's Oracles Plus uh, third party content um, because I'm a, I'm a filthy filthy munchkin, and that's the only way I'll allow myself to play an oracle. Tell us, Trevor, have you played an oracle before? Have played an oracle. <laughs> before in a game that freeman ran and he murdered me and you chose a class you hate the most so there's a couple reasons like i didn't the class i wanted to play was either a thaumaturge and a psychic but those are already represented on our main show so i wanted something that's not on our main show my fourth option or third option was going to be a champion fourth was a sorcerer they've all been on our show so I wanted something that's not been on our shore, which is going to be a Oracle. So I like this one. I like the concept and uh, uh, it's going to suck. But uh, here I am. <laughs> you know, there's like 22 classes. There's still a lot you could have picked from. You didn't <laughs> yeah. have to go with what you hated hey, the most. Christian, you're not. We all dad. know how finicky Trevor is. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am. I am. I am a prima donna, y'all. <laughs> so what the hell are we doing? Yeah, what well, are we doing, Christian? This is this, this is somewhat of a mystery. I, I don't know. Oh, wait, was I supposed to plan something? Oh, oh shit. boy. <laughs> you said you regretted it. I didn't know you meant this much. Yeah. <laughs> no, what I regretted is I, I looked into the Discord to a conversation about GMs from actual podcasts trying to figure out how agile and, <laughs> and finesse, <laughs> finesse work. work. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, people, you run shows. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's good. <laughs> We we trust our players to know how their characters work. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? I mean, yeah, <laughs> they fail us most of the time, but still. <laughs> well, I know what a miracle it is to get all of us together, and our time is actually pretty tight on this, trying to get it all knocked out for you guys. This is going to be several episodes, so it's difficult to get us all scheduled. So we are just going to jump right in, I think. Does that, does that work for all of you guys? Hell yeah. Happy to. Cam, I was disappointed. I wanted a hell yeah, brother, and oh, all sorry, I got sorry. was a hell yeah. It's do over. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. There we go. <laughs> I haven't had Cam in any of my West Marches games for a long time, and I've missed it. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to hear some real burly tones from Cam, listen to our upcoming uh, <laughs> uh, 1985 Ninja Turtles RPG <laughs> one shot. What? <laughs> oh, my Lord. I think that is the lowest I've ever spoken on any recorded media. So, so unbelievably I've funny. I said it with my full chest, yeah. If anyone thinks I'm going to be giggling through this whole thing, I, I will be. If you hear me giggling through the whole thing, I, permit, I guarantee you on that one shot, I giggled three times the amount. <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous. Comes out publicly soon. <laughs> let's go. All right, everyone. Let's kick this party off. Whee! The dark. You stop it. No, no, I'm <laughs> to <repeat> it. Sorry. <laughs> I will turn this podcast around. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, this is a special series of episodes we've put together to run concurrently with the main show for a few weeks as a thank you to all the listeners that have stuck with us, and a welcome to all the new ones. 
we've got some absolutely amazing Paizoverse creators that agreed to join us for this little shindig. Cam and Freeman from the Uncharted Norton's Network and Jason from Called Shots Entertainment have all agreed to play in this little arc. And GM Liam from Cardinal Adventures has lent his voice to the intros. Make sure you go down into the show notes and check out all the stuff they make too. Now, let's get back to the show. The dark, murky water lapped along the rocky shore of the underground channel. There were many such waterways under Absalom, but this one was quite unique. Bluish-green tentacles swayed with the movement of the water. As a massive shape they were attached to rested motionless in contemplation. Its three vertically aligned eyes were closed, yet despite this, the creature could clearly see all that was transpiring in the chamber not too far above it. It was less of a chamber and more of a ledge that rested near the top of a massive cavern. There were several robed humanoid creatures in this ledge, setting up five large rectangular dioramas. They depicted what looked to be a city that was having some sort of elemental carnage unleashed upon it, and that city looked very much like Absalom. The creatures were working diligently to set up the arcane devices in a circular pattern, each equidistant from the other, surrounding what appeared to be a large crimson-colored egg that looked like an immense ruby. The egg was the size of a giant's head, and it rested on what appeared to be a plush white pillow. As the creatures finished their work, one of them pulled out a scroll from the inside of its robe. Unrolling it, the figure began reading in ancient occult words. Together, all of the robe figures started chanting those words over and over. Akalama, Threndothrash. Akalama, Threndothrash. Akalama, Threndothrash. Akalama, Threndothrash. There you go. Everyone join Sorry, in. Sorry, I got excited. And in a few moments... Oh, that's the wrong words. You ruined it. <laughs> Start the ritual over. Start the reality. And in a few <laughs> moments, the dioramas started to glow with a magical light. As the glow grew brighter, the first one, which depicted the city burning, shot forth a fiery ray towards the egg. Next was a geyser of water that came from the one that looked as if the city was being washed away by a great tsunami. It was followed by a low rumbling as sonic energy flooded toward the egg from the diorama that looked like a city being destroyed by an earthquake. Next, a wave of purplish light came from the fourth one, and it showed the city being destroyed by some sort of monster. And finally, a beam of green energy that looked mixed with the very souls of the fallen assailed the egg from the fifth and final city that appeared to be under attack by an uprising of the undead. One after another, these old magical traps blasted the egg with their eldritch might. The creature's three eyes opened as its tentacles writhed in excitement. It was now only a matter of time before Absalom would fall. And with that... We find our four heroes standing inside of a large open waiting room. And it is a barracks for the Mudruckers, the division of the city guard in, located in the puddles of Absalom. Your adventuring group received a notice requesting that you attend a meeting at just after high noon. And you are here awaiting this meeting. And not too long, uh, a young man 
walks out of an office, opening the door, looking at all of you, and um, is, are, are you? Did you? Did you get the summons? Are, are you here to, to speak to the the commander? Yeah, yeah. that's us, boy. Well, I reckon so. Oh, this great! Thank you. This is this is wonderful. Please, this this way. And you would imagine that this has to be this person's maybe first or second day on the job here. <laughs> uh, um, sorry, which which one are you, Trevor? <laughs> uh, my name's Dogrim. I'm a dwarf. Dogrim. Okay. Dogrim. D H O T I M. Dogrim. Like the dog, but you're scared of it. As we go to follow this uh, page boy or whatever, it's just Jerry just leans in to uh, to uh, Dolgrim and says, "Remember what I said about you clear your throat. You can get you can get lower, <clears throat> lower." I think first impressions are real important, and if somebody doesn't see you as a threat, they're gonna trust you more. Oh yeah, all right, right all right, low. same old friendly, same old song and dance. All right. I'm sorry, Trevor. This is just so much like Dilly. <laughs> yeah, it really is just Dilly 2.0. I can keep I love that it. accent for hours and never drop out of it, so I have to do that one. <laughs> so this this sort of, uh, unless you're getting into it, Christian, this begs the question a bit of, how do we know each other? <laughs> so we haven't really discussed that. <laughs> We've been left in the dark for this quite a bit. Well, I was actually under the impression you guys were going to be an adventuring company. Oh, okay. Yep, that but works. We can we cannot be. This, this that would be easy. <laughs> Does anyone have any ideas? Are we doing an on air an on air uh, idea uh, well, brainstorm? How we, I know we all met at the up. Oracle. Dogram showed up in Absalom about six weeks ago. Just clothes on his back. He was on a journey, didn't go too well, and uh, somebody robbed him right before he got to the city. All he's got are. Are his clothes and all his tats, y'all? <laughs> He's tatted up. I can up, see that. No shirt. Uh, perhaps Jerry uh, Jerry Chimbley Sweep found him uh, uh, beaten up in the gutter or some such. And uh, well, he's been in Absalom for a long time. And he's done all kinds of odd jobs ever since he was a kid. That's what, how he got the last name Chimbley Sweep. Um, but uh, he's a survivor, and he doesn't have much to his name. But uh, maybe he's showing you the ropes. That also begs the question: What is a Chimbley? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you when you're older. Oh, okay. Maybe show me how to sweep it, too. <laughs> uh, Telos is definitely uh, on kind of a pilgrimage. Uh, this is like the last place that was left on his list of places to go that uh, his former god was involved with. And Absalom was raised by Aridin. Mm. And I think that the... Oh, Oracle- yeah, you're super old, aren't you? Oh yeah, I'm. You did mention that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Old man cam, love it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Tardell usually visits Absalom as kind of a, not necessarily port of call, but he spends most of his time out in the wilderness. But he does bring in different hides and stuff to trade for different baubles and such to fill his pockets because he likes to dabble with talismans so he makes a little trade oh. to uh, to get a little get little bits and bobs to use for his craft okay so he's been in for something there i'm a stone mason and i make my living with that and i do some harrow readings on the side as well 
I thought you said I heroin. I it very seriously. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I was going to go heroin, too. I, I used to. I still That's how you I used to. Yeah. I, came, I came to the big city for the big drugs. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's now canonical. We will slightly amend the original story. You each received notes requesting your presence. That way, you may not be part of a group. I thought from my initial readings from our Discord group that you guys were going to kind of know each other, but that is totally fine that you... I'd say that I kind of know Chimbley Sweep here over here. Yeah. <laughs> At the very least. I, yeah. was, I was attracted to his weirdness, just like my own. And perhaps I've purchased a, a, a talisman or two over the years <laughs> as well. <laughs> and this way we can leave Cam out as the awkward fourth wheel. <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> My will to live, it's barely there. <laughs> and as you guys follow this young fledgling guard, he leads you down a short hallway into another room. He knocks on the door first, opening it, and you kind of gestures for all of you to file in. And as you walk in, you actually see a slightly shorter than average, nicely polished stone desk with a dwarf sitting behind it. He has numerous papers all over littering the desk. There are scrolls inside scroll cases all along one of the walls to the west. Uh, you looks like he is definitely some higher up official here. He looks in as all of you file in. Ah, yes, Malik, Malik, that that'll be that'll do. Go, go, do something. Get out of here, lad. Yeah, go <laughs> on. Motions Malik, for all on. of you. Motions for all of you to take a seat. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Jerry opts to walk over to a chair and just p- pick one leg up and set it on the seat of the chair and like lean on his knee. He's got, by the Sorry way, he's always my... got a he's always oh. got a, a burnt out cigar in his mouth. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, I just chewing it. on it. <laughs> Dogrim moves really slowly, despite his demeanor. Moves slowly and with a lot of intent, and you can almost hear his body grinding like stone on stone as he moves and shuffles to a, a chair, and slowly lowers himself down. He's like chalk dust. <laughs> Tell those remain standing uh, being in full plate and he's kind of doing the thing where he hooks his hands into the front of his collar to help pull it down to adjust it Oil can (laughs) Tarnell will look for a seat and adjust it to the point where he can keep an eye on any windows or doors and at the same time keep an eye on the desk of our host well thank you all for coming on this short notice I I find myself in a bit of a spot, and, well, to put no fine point on it, I I need the help of some talented individuals such as yourselves. The city has a tendency to keep tabs on would-be adventurers and such, and I, I definitely am in a, a little bit of a bind, I believe. Not too long ago, the mayor of a small little fishing community, uh, Otari, perhaps you've heard of it, uh, he was here at Absalom claiming that faceless stalkers had infiltrated his town. I I didn't think anything of it, but as reports started coming to me over the past few weeks, I actually noticed a, a pattern, people being attacked. Yet when guards went to go check on it, the people were fine. They, they said nothing had happened, which all of these reports by themselves don't look, you know, strange, too bizarre yet. 
when you want to throw faceless stalkers into the mix, this could actually be rather alarming. I attempted to contact the Star Watch, but apparently they're busy with some demon or something, so they said I needed to deal with this on my own. Absalon does provide us with a little bit of a budget for hiring talented individuals in areas where guards might find themselves a little bit overwhelmed, and, well, quite frankly, I don't think the muckruckers are going to be able to handle this very well. Ah, uh, trust me, they couldn't handle me over the years. They definitely can't handle whatever your problem's plaguing you. I do believe we were fated to meet. I saw this once in a vision. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Every time I mention my visions, Talos, you make that noise. I feel like you don't take me seriously at all sometimes. It's very hurtful for a friend to treat you so. Ever since Aridan died, prophecy's been dead. Let it go. Well, intentional prophecy, sure. I just kind of stumble into it. Hey, that's kind of like my whole life. I've been stumbling into places like the Primarch's fireplace all the way to the moistest brothel here in the puddles. (laughs) Yes, but we told you to cut out your number of alcohol. You won't stumble as much. <laughs> I I honestly hope that you find nothing, that this proves to be nothing more than a fool's errand. And if that's the case, I will happily still pay you. Be that as it may, I have within my power to offer each of you 500 gold pieces for assisting us. I know that is a steep fee, but I actually feel the situation might warrant it because the mounting evidence is honestly leading me to believe that this is a legitimate threat. What kind of evidence has he found? Sorry, would you say, would you say, you say it was 150? What you said, sorry. He said 500. 500. Oh, 500. Jeez. That is, <laughs> yeah, that is yeah, steep. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Well, he says, and he kind of starts rifling through several stacked up scrolls on his desk, looking through different various accounts that people have given and guard reports. And he pulls a couple out from beneath other piles. Uh, We have here a a gentleman was attacked in broad daylight, yet the guards went to check on him and he was fine. He said nothing happened. He doesn't know what the people were talking about. A body washed up on shore, which unfortunately is not wholly uncommon, but I, again, when it was mutilated beyond recognition, and we found a triangular shape like pinholes that formed a small triangle in the neck. Uh, This is something that faceless stalkers are known for. They they drink the blood of their victims, so... And I, I have another three reports like that of bodies turned up, their faces cut off, their heads removed, identifying features gone. So, unfortunately, I, I'm i starting to definitely think these are rather credible reports. Has anyone gone out to recheck, or is that where we come in? My guards have been out checking, canvassing the area. Uh, right now, we're in a little bit of a, a turf war with the Warhounders, uh, kind of an upcoming thieves guild as it were they they run a considerable amount of territory out on the near the docks they give us a spot of trouble however uh, one of their members a fence named Riza we, we believe she might actually have some information 
but they won't talk to us. I'm hoping that perhaps you guys can go down and speak with her and find out what it is she has to tell us. And I'm sorry, could you repeat that name? Riza. She's a gnome. Thank you kindly. Well, uh, I think it sounds like uh, an easy enough uh, gig with a nice uh, pad into the old p- 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 purse. Uh, uh, stumbling over my words there. <laughs> uh, what do you say there, uh, friends? We gonna take this job? I guess. That's 500 each, right? Yes, yes, it's 500 to each of you. Nice, nice. <laughs> I would not insult a group such as yourself by <laughs> asking you to split such a poultry sum. Is there any uh, way we can have any of this up front? I mean, uh, preparations and, and, and whatnot. I mean, this this seems like a pretty dangerous uh, deal we got going. You don't want us going in completely unprepared, do you? Yeah, you have a thousand gold on you right now, don't you? You need to shut your goddamn mouths. What you need to do, Taylor, <laughs> ain't nobody asked you. <laughs> goddamn, some people just don't know how to shut their damn mouths. Good black company. Pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> I can give you 500 now. Uh, you can divide it up amongst yourselves however you see fit. That'll leave 1,500. If well, you the know mission what? is completed. Talos don't need none. He's so sure that everybody's got enough money. Surely he does. So, you know, let's take his <laughs> one for his bet. Let's uh, divide it up amongst us. Go ahead. You can have his one. He's all done. He I tosses will. it to the group. The person with the highest reflex save is the one that catches it. <laughs> we all it. scramble. Uh, I, have, I have a 13 for reflex save. Yeah, I got um, 11. I've got a 12. 18. Oh, 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 yeah. He was sleeping on it. I can yeah. see him leaning over the mic. He's leaning over the mic. All right. And how did you pronounce your name, Jason? Your characters? Tarunnel? Tarunnel. Tarunnel. Yep. Tarunnel. 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 Got it. Tarunnel definitely catches the purse as everyone starts to kind of scramble up out of their chair and attempt to get it and he's already standing there with it (laughs) if you do happen to find them I see what you can do is uncovering their nest as it were this if I suspicions are correct there there's a a good deal of them in the area so now quick question for a city Quick question for you. You seem to be pretty sure that these are faceless stalkers. Can you tell us what you know about these sorts of creatures? He said, trying to circumvent the future economy cost of your calling knowledge in combat. Well, yes, <laughs> they, they, they they don't have faces and they, they do. They like to hunt you. So, yeah. Any any specifics, though? <laughs> Is there any, 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 uh, any things that we should know? Uh, can I can I hit him with a hammer, or am I better off with uh, a knife in my boot? Or what was it? <laughs> They're pretty much just well known for being able to shapeshift into even specific individuals. They right. So it's quite many. As blood far as any kind of fine, is what you're saying. Yes, I, as far as I know, just sticking the the pointy end into them with your sword usually right does okay. the trick. Yeah. So, wanton, wanton violence it is. 
As a ranger, is it uh, cool if I use some sort of recall knowledge that I can share information that I might know? Oh, absolutely. If you guys know what you're getting into, this is... <laughs> I would assume characters of your level have dealt with plenty of untoward things in their past. So, If y'all want, yes, we can I'm... do a harrow reading on our entire situation, too. I can just pull a couple cards, tell us what's going to go on. Trust the cards, y'all. <sighs> Jerry joins in <laughs> the side. <laughs> Dude, I'm just going to go over here in the corner and do it myself. I find it very soothing. I'm sure there's plenty of other things you find soothing that you do alone in the corner. <laughs> yeah, like hate your fucking guts, y'all. <laughs> that was too much, wasn't not, I'm sorry. Guys, not, not, I'm not, trying not to in front of the, my, not in front of the employer. Not I'm in front sorry. of the employer. Talos, Talos, I'll give you a back rub later. Just let's forget this ever happened. That is the old decrepit ass can take that full plate off. So a good deal. So well, uh, on that knowledge check. I was waiting to see. I was waiting. Yeah. Is that uh, cultism? Society? It's going to be cultism, right? Yeah, aberrations. Society. I, do, I aberrations. don't think. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think they qualify as standard humanoids. Well, I rolled a twenty-five occultism just in case, but this is I Jason's got a twenty-nine. Shot. I mean, I'll try. I'll roll mine, but it's garbage. Eight. <laughs> Eight. What was the highest? Twenty-nine. Oh my god, I got a twenty-seven. Ah. Show off. Twenty-nine is a critical oh, success. Oh damn. What would you like to know? Wait, how did you camp? do that? How did I do? Uh, it's in Path Builder, but um, any reactions and uh, worst save. That is. Ah, where did my thing go? This usually never happens. <laughs> That's what she said. They do not have any reactions and they are. As about as reflexive as they are fortuitous. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> <laughs> they they are tied for their lowest. Okay. <laughs> Cam crushed it. So yes. All right. Uh, well, I know that they're not exactly quick on their feet in any regard. They're not likely to be able to attack you if you run past them, and uh, pretty easy to trip up. They're more known for their uh, mind games and trickery. Right, so beat them to death. Got it. Let's go. Yeah, I don't think there's any much else to it. Give me a second. Y'all almost got this. And as you guys are heading out, the dwarf speaks up. Uh, one last thing. If you head towards the docks in the puddles, you should be able to locate Riza. Uh, she's usually hanging out there waiting for ships to come in. Much obliged. If you uh, speak to the dockmaster, Allstaff, he'll be he'll be able to direct you. Allstaff, thank you. Allstaff, Risa, got it. Mechanically speaking, I'm going to kind of treat this as my beginning daily preparations. I did do a quick harrow reading, and uh, I am ta- I have the harrow or archetype, in which I pull a single card and it becomes my suit for the day, and I have a uh, a feat from that archetype from Inkfinder 2 from our buddy Brian Lane that allows you to take the card that you drew and if you have that card already as a tattoo which I do it gives it a second activation I drew the bear uh, which is associated with strength the suit of hammers 
and uh, it will give me a bonus on a strength-based check uh, in the future uh, until I no longer have that suit available to me. It does a lot of other fun stuff that will come up in combat, and I will be sure to hearken back to the fact that I pulled the bear card during my daily preparations. Can I just say I can't wait to uh, shame your character more for mentioning Harrow in the future. (laughs) Perfect. perfect. I'm looking forward to it as I save all of your asses with the power of the Harrow. Now now the listeners are joining in. (laughs) I've been waiting to play a Harrow-themed character literally for years. <laughs> it's, it's cool, it's cool know, as shit, I, but Telus is just like fucking 600 years old and has met so many challenges. Like he does not give a shit what you have to say. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm gonna make a believer out of him. <laughs> Gotta have faith, brother. Uh. <laughs> So, unless you guys have any other stops you wish to make, you can pretty much head straight there. Does anybody want to buy anything with uh, this 150 gold a piece we have? Or maybe, like, a wand that we don't have already that we might want or something along those lines? Like, I have a wand of Longstrider for myself. Because I suck Um, at moving. So, one of my biggest issues uh, in playing a character of these games is that there's a part of my real life that gets reflected into the process, and it's that I despise the act of shopping. So I have no <laughs> ideas. <laughs> I just, I have no ideas at all. I could use some potions because I didn't buy any potions, like an idiot. Uh, but um, free mis- hookers and blow. That's all I need. <laughs> hookers and blow. Let's go. <laughs> I did mention I've all been right. to the moistest brothel in the puddles. Uh, <laughs> Before we go down there, there school, let's go get our dicks here. wet. <laughs> Before we go down there, let's get our dicks wet before, in case we die. You know, like we don't want to die just dry. In case we die, he's got a bunch oh, of geez. vaccines from his alchemist friend for the clap. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, yeah, I didn't get any potions. This is why just GMs vaccines. don't play together. Yeah. <laughs> just vaccines. Oh man. He's got this uh, really long, dry sheep's intestine for no reason. Nobody stop. can help him. <laughs> <laughs> you got stuff stop. to do. Stop. <laughs> if you don't want this to be a dozen episodes, yeah, here you go. Focus, yeah. Trevor. Focus. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Chilled. All right. So, we are clear to head out there? Or is there any last-minute purchases that are mathematically uh, just with whatever la- friend. just with whatever cash I have right now I'm just gonna buy myself a couple of potions I'm just throwing it out there that's all what, okay what, uh, what so really remembered now can we shop up to here dear lord in Absalom I mean, it's Absalom that's, that's oh, more, 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 than, going more into, than you have money I don't know <laughs> yeah. if we're, we're going into Absalom proper or if we're just sticking to the puddles area but if it's just open Absalom then I guess it's just open I mean you're in no immediate hurry you can spend half a day if you wish to go to the ritzy end of town. Oh, could, could I have a little? I really didn't realize how much little money I had. Can I? Can I have a little bit of that advance? <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I mean, I'm completely fine. I don't. I don't really need anything. I was just trying to be a dick with getting more money. <laughs> that's all. Uh, <laughs> I also didn't buy potions, so I mean, <laughs> I just need 22 of that of that advance, and then I'm and then I'm good. Then I'm poor. I mean, you get 150 of it. Do care. what you want with it. They gave us 500. Oh yeah, can, fair enough. We split it. And to all of our listeners out there that can math, that is 125. 
Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> I love computers math for me and Christian. Uh, otherwise, I'm good. Let's go. Let's do it. I want right. to fight something. So you so acquire the necessary potions that you require. Wandering I'm through the puddles. Done. Perfect. Uh, you guys traveling through the puddles, as uh, many may know, this area was kind of flooded and has sunk a little bit down into the earth a tiny bit. Most of the streets are now waterways. There are bridges and rope walkways that connect second floor, third floor buildings to each other. It's pretty much a cesspool. The, the air here is foul and disgusting unless there is a incredibly strong breeze or wind coming from the sea that's able to push it out. But for the most part, this is probably about the least desirable place to be in Absalom. And you guys make your way through the buildings and waterways until you find yourselves out at the docks. You can see the building of the harbor master just a little ways away. There is a few small fishing boats here out in the water pulling up whatever it is they're able to catch. There's really not very many people around. Uh, you do see a wagon near the uh, dockmaster's office. Uh, there's a few people sitting around there. You can see just a little ways away off to what would be your west. It looks like a prostitute is entertaining some clients of just trying to get them to head back with her to her room. Jerry probably recognizes her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matilda. Still playing the game, eh? Oh, Matilda. Still waltzing, are ya? Gives her a big ol' wink. <laughs> well, that what he does. <sighs> so, what do you guys? What, what did you want, Trevor? Do? A wink from the one-eyed monster, or what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Seems about right in your wheelhouse. So go ahead. Do you have horror lore? <laughs> I'm I, curse I definitely, I'm definitely <laughs> making a character now that has Horlor, <laughs> just so I can say it. Oh just God. the name, character's name is Horlor. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, what I do want Jesus. to do real quick is I, I want to roll to do trick magic item on my, uh, my wand of long strider to see if I can go ahead and get it turned on right now. Uh, for that extra sweet, sweet plus 10 status bonus for my speed. So it's a level I, five item. Is that going to, what, what are you going to set the DC for me? 20? It's just a standard DC for level five. Yeah. Stand, whatever or standard should DC it be the DC for, for the five. spell because it's level two spell, but it's a level five item. It's for the item itself, not I for thought the spell. so. Let's see. I got I to gotta beat a 20. It's definitely not a give me. Give me. So here it comes. Uh, oh yeah, I rolled a 16. So that's. Uh, higher than a 20 because I got a plus 12 in my nature so there you go get a 10 foot bonus to my move speed for the next 8 hours alright that's all I'm done nailed it alright so we walk past Matilda you walk past Matilda I'm not sure we're in the nicest section of town boys I can't believe Eric didn't raise this for it to turn into this truly humans are the worst hey I don't mind at all the smell around here covers the worst of the stench of Absalom. What? Wait. <laughs> Sorry, I was waxing there. poetic there. 
whatever I see Matilda. <laughs> That's not the only thing you usually wax when you're around here. Uh, <laughs> engaging. I regret engaging. Oh, God, take us to an NBC, quick. <laughs> Speaking of not great part in town, Tarnell is going to keep an eye on the surroundings as we move. <laughs> That's probably for the best. <laughs> as you guys walk past, you see Matilda kind of looks up from the John that she is speaking to and catches Jerry's eye. And gives him almost like a, a quizzical look of, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I doing here? She just, just... Yeah, she just kind of gives you this odd look of like, what what on earth are you doing here? <laughs> Probably why didn't you stop and say hello and, you know, <laughs> say hello. <laughs> he gives an awkward uh, look back at her and he's like, no, he's, he's just said hi. And then he looks at the John and he's like, and he's just joking. And he's like, oh, John, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Uh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> he just turns and keeps going. <laughs> As you guys round the corner, you do indeed see a small gnome woman standing beside this wagon. Uh, she appears to be going through a ledger. Heath? Hmm? I said Heath. Oh. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Oh, I got it. I got oh, it. Oh, yeah, no. I thought took me a second. <laughs> it's always too soon. Uh, yeah, Jerry, Jerry will, will get to marching right up with the group uh, in his, as subtle ways, uh, as subtle as he can be, which isn't very. Riza. And she looks up from you, or looks up to you. Uh, do, Is do she I in my pocket? <laughs> Sorry. I'm um, assuming Jerry is slightly taller than a gnome. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and you see a big, burly human with a rather nasty-looking club standing just a little ways away from her. Oh, yeah, okay. I see now. Um, yeah, Jerry Jerry will clock him, but doesn't really pay any mind. Uh, and um, not, not too much. Doesn't, like, sidelong glance or anything and, like, act all awkward about it. What was the guy's name and, and roll again? <laughs> the dwarf behind the desk. Is he like oh, a, we a, never, a I don't local... think we ever actually mentioned his name. But his name was uh, Captain Doralis. Oh, no, you definitely didn't say that. No, uh, I was going to say, I said, no, uh, I never mentioned his name now that we Is he a mentioned. member of the Mudruckers or? <laughs> yes, he's the captain okay. of the Mudruckers. Okay. okay. Yeah, I was uh, sent by the uh, captain there, by the, by the Mudruckers. Uh, well, me and my cohorts here. Yeah, no. Right, we just uh, thought we'd uh, pick your pick your ear for a second, if that's okay. We're not with the Mudruckers, by the way. Contracted out. Independently, so. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How did I fall so far to become a mercenary for gold? <laughs> she kind of looks back to the the large human standing behind her and gives him a nod and he he steps a little ways away from you guys just giving you some space as you guys all kind of sort of crowd in closer to her all right boys huddle tell us we'll step up that gentleman with the club don't look too friendly well this isn't exactly the safest place is it I would bet that he's not paid to be friendly Tarnell will move close enough to listen but also keep an eye on our flank 
What would we do with Otara now? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened yet, and I feel like he's the only reason we're safe. <laughs> Tarnell, please give me a perception check. <laughs> well, not anymore. <laughs> I have to find the perception. I'm having trouble with that. Massive reflex. Terrible perception. <laughs> That's going to be a 32. Never mind. Holy <laughs> yeah, right? I, Jesus. Back. <laughs> I have a 16 for that one. Yeah, I have a plus, plus 16 to my perception. Oh my goodness. I, f- I f- forgot your friend's name there, Freeman. What what was her name? Started with an M. Matilda. 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 <laughs> uh, you catch Matilda's glance and she is looking at you guys and she is slowly shaking her head no to you. You uh, barely pick up on it. This is what to this is what Jason. Yeah, to yeah. Tar- this is what Tyronell sees. But as he's the only one kind of looking around, he he notices this. And you can see her kind of like start stepping back, you know, heading down the alley and the rest of her John starts following her. Do they look like do they look concerned or confused by her actions or or are they just like, "Hey, where are you going?" Uh, you couldn't. You can't tell. It looks like. Well, you're not even really paying attention, right? To her, but yeah. could see. It looks like yeah. she said something to him, and they all started just walking that way. Okay. But you could definitely see, even from your vantage point, that she wanted to get out of there. Right, I will quietly inform my teammates here. Uh, I think we may have just walked into some sort of trap or something dangerous. Matilda is trying to get out of here very quickly. And you guys do notice there's uh, one of the mudwreckers is standing nearby, uh, just a, a soldier kind of keeping an eye on things. You see further up the way, a, a young lad, he's just kind of moving crates to and fro, just move, getting just he's just a simple dockhand. He's just getting stuff ready for boats to return in the evening. Hmm. Right. Well, um, we're sort of looking to uh, follow up on the event. A sighting of sorts, you know, where people aren't as they appear. You know anything about that reason? Perhaps. Can, can I try diplomacy and, and improve? Absolutely. Yeah, Abs- okay. Absolutely. We're, we're just looking for a little bit more information maybe about, uh, about some missing persons or maybe some people that look like they're not missing, but they really are if you catch my drift. You catch my drift. I, I see you're a smart, you're a smart gnome, and I rolled a six for a twenty on my diplomacy, trying to flatter her with a smart gnome comment. She raises one eyebrow and kind of slowly nods her head. Yes, I, I think, I think I understand you. Such things aren't always safe to speak about. And you actually see her. She kind of gives a glance to the mudrucker standing nearby. Like, just a wary glance that she's not entirely trusting of him. So what did you say that Budrucker was doing? Uh, he's just out here. I mean, they keep a presence out here by the docks just in case there's trouble. But it just appears to be one lone guard. You do know that normally they're at least in pairs. So that way, if there is a problem, there's not one guard to fend for themselves. But most of the time, they travel in packs of four. I'd like to go approach the guard and... Uh, I'm basically going to pull some bread that I just bought, a fresh loaf with some of the gold, 
Crumbled on the ground. Crumbled up, fell on the ground. Come here, guard. Come here, guard. Follow me around the corner. Did you just tell me that you're pinching a fresh loaf, Cam? Is that what you just said? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for. I, no, I would like to I go. I pull out a wheel of cheese and begin to bur- bur- bury my knife into it. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> I was trying to do a relatively serious thing and it got me. I'm so sorry. Right away. <laughs> Trevor started it. I know. It's always Trevor's fault. Don't worry. We can blame him. It's a show. You said pinch a loaf. <laughs> no, technically, Christian did. Uh, no, I didn't. I said you were crumbling up bread just to lure him away like he was a little duck okay, or something. Okay, 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 uh, okay. Freeman, I do have a question for you. Is Conrad out with you? No, okay. No. That's kind of I'm what not I even suspected. Sure anyone he- I don't think any- I'm not even sure if anyone here has seen Conrad. Perfect. Play, I'm, playing, I'm playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've seen Conrad in my dreams. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> He's on top of the mountain I dream about. All right. I'm sorry. What were you doing, Cam, before you were so rudely interrupted? It's fine. Uh, how are you doing today? My name's Telos. And good. Good. That's good to hear. I, I'm good. What, what What? can I do for you, Telos? You see, he kind of, kind of keeps glancing so that he can keep an eye on Riza. And he keeps glancing away towards her large friend as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll actually step out of the way so he can just look at her directly. Uh, were you sent by uh, Captain Dorellis? I He, he gives or the Captain orders. Stevenson. To, he gives the station orders of, so, uh, not directly, but yes. And, uh, just a little curious here. Uh, are you hungry, by the way? Here, you can have some bread. Give me a diplomacy check. Okay. He takes your bread. Here, eat this bread out of my hand like a pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> he starts pecking at it like a pigeon. It's in the pack. I said it was in the package. I said it was it's- in the package. All right. It's got I, the I, little bimbo bear still on it. <laughs> I got an 18. I got an 18. Uh, he just looks at you. You're not, not, not hungry, but... But thank you. Look, I, I've had to stand guard before, and I know how much it sucks if you don't bring along some snacks. If you want to take some for later, I'll understand. But if not, I'll get out of your way. Uh, he does take it. Yeah, okay. And uh, what was your name there, son? Ridley. Ridley. It's a pleasure to meet you, Ridley. Keep up the good work. I'm going to pat him on the shoulder and then walk back. He, he gives you a, a respected, respectful nod and that just kind of keeps an eye on the situation, but his stance doesn't appear overly aggressive or anything. Okay. What does Talos look like, Cam? Uh, Talos is Talos. about six foot five and uh, has golden eyes and golden hair. And like, it almost all kind of blends together as he's, but he has like elven ancestry with an Asimar heritage. And uh, he's wearing very fine plate that looks like it's old as shit. It looks like it's over 100 years old. Like, the fashion mm. of plate has changed. Uh, if you're trained in society, you would recognize it's, like, from Cheliacs. Oh, okay. So I just wanted to have an image of that, like, that small interaction, because it's, it's, like, it sounds like you're, you, you look like a, a veteran. Like a, you know, and you can kind of relate. 
and maybe this uh, yeah. this guard is you know probably eased not not at, on edge because of the way you look. Yeah, and Telos is just gonna like keep an eye on the guard mostly while the rest of the conversation happens. Cool. I believe Dolgrim had the floor last. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, what could go wrong? <laughs> You look a little squirrely there, miss. What exactly are you so worried about? There's four of us, and I mean, keep looking at that one guy over there. Maybe another one. Why are you so worried? We're all seasoned adventurers. Ever the subtle one. Subtle as a chainsaw. Not on the best relations with the mudruckers, as you can imagine. Well, you know, we're working with them. They... They sent you, sent us to talk to you because you might have information that they're around. You don't need to worry too much about them. I'm sure, I'm sure you see somebody about like that fella over there every day. What makes you think he's particularly concerned about what is going on today as opposed to any other day? You got something to hide about something today, or why are you so worried? Well, it, well, it's not every day that four strangers walk up to me and start questioning me about shall we say, interesting topics. I want a sense that's motive that's on fair. that. You gotta, you gotta give her that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just, that's totally fair. It's not, you're sensing motive on it's not every day this happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, I actually am. I actually am. Because if this person knows information, it's pretty common that this person's probably going to get a lot of people asking them stuff, right? Are, are yeah, this is a fence. That's, chase, that's, that's you know, actually that's it's also a fence, fair. right? Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah, she's a fence. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, hey, keep in mind, she mentioned the topic that you ever so delicately brought up. So, <laughs> I, I keep that in mind that uh, you know, four people are coming up, not asking her about fencing things at all. Yeah, but yes, go ahead and roll. <laughs> that, you may fair. find out that that's she's fair. a lion bitch, too. and she gets asked by four people every hour about this subject. <laughs> I don't I know. It too. You know, I don't get out much and play games anymore. I just, I just run the stories. I don't even know how to play anymore. Well, what's um, your total? A, a tw- fourteen. <laughs> fourteen. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Cam Cam has the widest range vocally of any of us, that's for sure. (laughs) You you definitely see how this could be very off-putting for her, and you actually kind of realize that you know that you you probably are are in the you know in the not wrong per se, because you're not doing anything, but you, you definitely would have set her off to be more cautious than would the situation might warrant. Even your character can understand that. <laughs> well, that's hurtful, GM. <laughs> it was meant I'm sorry, to be, I'm I just sure. assume I'm dealing with Dilly. You get, you get all these surreptitious nods and looks around and such, and I know you know what we're talking about. I mean, you can whisper it real close. I got good hearing. Come on over here. Or you can Tell just point you know. us in the right direction. There. No, no, that's I want her to say it. I want her to say it. <sighs> Why don't you check your cards? I already she did. Le- she leans over to you, and she says, the man behind you, I've seen him out here before. Well, yeah, he's a muckwrecker. He comes out all the time. He does what he's got to do. 
and she gestures with kind of her eyes. She is talking about Turinel. Oh. Huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Do I notice that? <laughs> you been, you been here before? <laughs> give, give me a give me a perception check. Darnell's watching the alleyways. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was kind of keeping an eye elsewhere, but we'll see. Yeah, no, I mean, you're you can easily listen in as you're trying to keep an ear out for anything suspicious. So that is a twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, no, you do not pick it up. When was the last time you seen him? Because I mean, I've been with him a few days, and I ain't been here. But he ain't been without me, as far as I know. Unless he came out here while I was at the privy, and I'm a quick one, if you know what I'm saying. Four, four nights ago, over by the well, and she kind of gestures out towards the, kind of the the northeast. As you glance that way, you do see there's a a small well that has this like little makeshift barricade around it. It looks like it's just completely out of commission. There's reeds growing up all around it and such. Doesn't look like anyone's used it for quite some time. What what was he doing? She, she whispers to you, they say that's how they get up here from below. And she looks to Toronel again. And she actually kind of takes a step away from him. I'm sorry, ma'am. I took a shower this morning. I, I apologize if my odor is offensive. Not even the puddles can cover you up. <laughs> she says it's not you. Well, that's mighty kind of you. Now, listen, Riza, I know we've all been trying to be subtle here. And uh, we all know through that subtlety you're trying to imply something, but uh, I'm not throwing down what you're picking up, if you catch my meaning. These are not safe times. Haven't been safe times since I was chilling. Things are far worse than anyone realizes. Well, help me realize what they are then. And what does that have to do with our comrade? That thing is no comrade. Uh, all right, Jerry just spins on a heel and walks right over to Tyronel. Tyronel, Risa sees to think you're a face stalker. What do you say about that? <laughs> no, no subtlety. Just right over. I would disagree. Uh, anyway, we can prove it. <laughs> we learned at face stalker school. Deny, deny, <laughs> deny. <laughs> I could do a harrow reading. That's for sure going to find out if it's a face stalker. <laughs> God, yes, God, please. no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. Now, listen, Tarnell, uh, tell us no. seems to have all the information on faceless stalkers. So, I mean, they live off of sucking blood. I don't know if they can eat or drink. I tell you what, I think uh, what little I might know about them is that uh, once you start laying into them, they show their true selves. So, I think we should do all, uh, do uh, all, we should all do ourselves a favor. They just give each other a slap. That way we can be all be sure that we are who we are. <laughs> but now they're going to be metacognizant of that and not show their true selves. Ah, I, I heard face of stalkers ain't got nipples, but that's what my mama told me. I don't know how right she is. <laughs> show me your tits, Trevor. Show me your tits. Show me your tits, Trevor. Really? Because I heard they had three nipples. <laughs> well, I mean, if he's got less or more than Rezekwit, too. I've only got one, and I'd rather not talk about it. Oh, I love this so much. He's a face of stalker, y'all. He knows it. He knows he's not even trying to hide it no more. It's faceless stalker, not nippleless stalker, all right? 
What is the nipple but the face of the chest, son? (laughs) You know, that's the closest thing you've said that's made any sense since I met you. (laughs) That's the closest thing you've ever given me to a compliment. I appreciate it. You know, baby steps. We're walking right up to it, both of us. The the most basic amount of sense is a compliment to a harrower. love and hate this character I know. already. J- Jerry literally <laughs> wants to do Jerry literally wants to do a slap fest just to just to double check and put his mind at ease. I, I slap you, you slap me. And we'll just we'll just do a round. You know Matilda'll do that for about three copper. <laughs> uh without saying a word, uh Telus will just slap the fuck out of Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you got some you got some gusto on those that was good. Yeah, that's uh, that's, that's a, a crit. That's a crit. That's a crit. <laughs> okay. Uh, max damage, so 20 points of non-lethal. 20 points of non-lethal. Slap your face off. Jesus. Slap your face off. <laughs> You're like big contest videos of some little against this mountain of a man. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And he gets knocked. What do you do? You say, and oh, it, it, it turns him halfway around, and uh, he, he's just, he's just like, "Wow, you got some, you got some real power in those old bones." And before he's even finished the sentence, he comes back with his own, uh, only for a nineteen to hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost a critical miss. <laughs> I, I got some. You know, you know the face of stalkers. They ain't got no organs. I got something that can roll you right up, boy. If you ain't a face of stalker, you're gonna be doubled over. Hold on, just one second. And I cast torturous trauma on our ranger friend. <laughs> oh my god! And I need a fourteen How did we come to this? <laughs> You're the one that suggested PvP. I just wanted a simple. <laughs> oh, that's a twenty. I mean, that's a fail. So you're going to take forty-four uh, organ damage. For lack of a better term. <laughs> oh, it's my favorite type. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have bullied Dolgrim. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, you gonna shit yourself if this fails. Just telling you. Just, just telling you. <laughs> God damn. All right, it's 44 plus my spellcasting modifier. Uh, that's gonna be 12, 15 points of damage. If you have organs. Fun. Oh my god, I had one of those moments where I thought you actually did 44 damage. <laughs> and as this happens in rapid succession, the Ridley, <laughs> the, the guard, he immediately like to <laughs> stop, what are you doing? This really, is, really, why are you really. attacking each other? Hold on, Ridley, this wait your something. turn, I'll get you next. Torture <laughs> <laughs> really, the guard right now. <clears throat> no. <laughs> I attacked no, no. an opportunity to disrupt it's all, that. No, it's all right. It's all right, Ridley. We're just blowing off some steam. It's all good. <laughs> You're gonna be blowing off more than steam if this works. Hold up. Uh, we just we just we just marching to the beat of our own drum, Ridley. Don't you don't you sweat it. <laughs> this is, One this character is death. We haven't even encountered an enemy yet. <laughs> I can't believe you could smacked him in the face. <laughs> so Twenty good. points of damage. <laughs> I bet you have the credibility for that. Uh, no, I don't. That's for picks, not for fists. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, aren't you lucky? 
Uh, but yeah, I will do a medicine check to f- f- soothe the like hand mark that's glowing on Jerry's face. Oh, well, I figure out the rest of it. As you go to make that medicine check, you see Ridley step up to you guys and his form immediately shifts away into this uh, red, almost faceless humanoid. And we will see what happens next episode. I knew I should have touched his tummy. <laughs> I told you a slap fight would reveal them. I told you a slap <laughs> fight would reveal them. You know what? You're going to take a cam point. You're right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You're all oh, blaming me. You're all blaming me. <laughs> Role for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Role for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gelfie. Flip Melvin and Tabletop Audio. Visit our website at rollforintent.com. Any questions or suggestions, email us at mailroom at rollforintent.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>